Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. Friends, it's in the bag. Jesus gives us strong confidence that not only are we saved, but with that salvation come some beautiful things that are listed for us in Hebrews chapter 6. Better things for you is our topic. Let's pray. Father, in this world we have tribulation. You promised it. But you've told us to be of good cheer. For your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, has overcome the world and all of its problems. He has given us new life. He has made us brand new and has made a new covenant with us that we can read about in Hebrews. Father, there are things that accompany this new salvation, this new heart that you've given us that can't be taken away. For your word says, I, the Lord thy God, will hold your right hand. You say to us, fear not. God, you say to us, I will. Will help you. So, Father, according to your word, we do right now hold the hand of Jesus Christ, and he will lead us all the way to the new heavens and the new earth in which only righteousness will dwell. And we thank you, God, that you have made us to be righteous in Jesus through his blood, thus giving us hope of better things, things that go hand in hand with our salvation. Now, may we rejoice in those better things that we long for in the precious name of Jesus Christ and by the Holy Spirit we pray to your ultimate glory. Amen. Friends, it's so true. When we receive Jesus as our Lord, as our Savior, yes, when we confess that we believe in Him with our whole heart, when we renounce our past, when we're buried with Him in baptism and raised by grace through faith, He gives us new life. But along with that new life, that salvation, wonderful things accompany it. These things will be as if they're glued to us. What might these things be? Well, let's give a very precise scriptural answer to this question by turning in our copy of the scriptures to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. In the first part of Hebrews 6, the writer deals with those who are eternally lost. But in the second half of Hebrews 6, the Holy Spirit describes what is true of those who are eternally saved. We, friends, belong to the group that are eternally saved. Amen? By the grace of God. Let's turn again in our copy of the Scriptures to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. And we're going to begin reading in verse number 9. But, beloved, we're confident of better things for you. Yes, things that accomplish or that accompany, rather, salvation. Though we speak in this manner, 
For God is not unjust to forgive your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured, that would be Abraham, he obtained the promise, didn't he? For men indeed swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is for them an end of all dispute. Thus God, determining to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutable, the immutability, rather, of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, by two immutable things in which it's impossible for God to lie. We might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor for our soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus, having become high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. May God bless the reading of his word. Amen. Friends, let's glean from these verses some better things that the book of Hebrews promises will be our very own to experience because we believe in Jesus Christ and we stand saved. First, our passage shows that the Holy Spirit will verbalize His assurance of our salvation. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit will verbalize His assurance of our salvation. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 9, But, beloved, we're persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation. In translating this verse, different Greek scholars use these phrases. We are confident, we're convinced, we feel sure. All of these are intended to express what the Holy Spirit thinks about us and the salvation that we have. The Holy Spirit's assurance that we are saved comes to us when Jesus washes away our sins. And the Greek word that the King James Version translates persuaded is pytho. It means persuade, to induce one by word, to believe, to tranquilize, to listen, to obey, to yield, to trust, and have confidence. Does the Holy Spirit know that you who are in Christ Jesus are saved? Well, of course he does. And then he helps you to know it and you to verbalize it as well. Psalms 107, 2, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Psalms 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd. And Job chapter 19, let's grab our Bibles and let's turn to that. Job chapter 19, what a powerful section of scripture it is. Job 19, beginning in verse 25, For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth, and after my flesh is destroyed. This I know, that in my flesh I shall see God. 
whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another, how my, my heart yearns within me. Wow. Powerful. I'm washed. I'm sanctified. I'm justified according to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 11. And it is the Holy Spirit that speaks these things to us and through us. As we read the scriptures, God talks to us. And we need to take him at his word. Amen? Friends, listen. Trying to save yourself, trying to save your own soul, will exhaust you physically, emotionally, spiritually, and it will avail nothing. You'll waste your time in fruitless attempts. But if you'll kneel before Jesus Christ and ask Him to save you, He will. Freedom will come to you and the confidence inspired by the Holy Spirit that one day you will see Him in your flesh. One day you will stand with all the redeemed of the Lord in His presence. So again, first from Hebrews 6, one of the things that accompanies, accompanies our salvation is this. The Holy Spirit will verbalize His assurance of our salvation. He does it primarily through the text, doesn't He? Second, the Holy Spirit will also verbalize His assurance that God has not forgotten all of our works. Hebrews, again, chapter 6, verse 10, For God is not unjust. He will not forget your work, the love you've demonstrated for His name by serving the saints and by continuing to serve them. Is God unjust? Oh, no. Does He forget? Oh, He forgets our sins, but not our sacrifices. Let the assurance of the Holy Spirit speak comfort to you when the devil tries to make you feel sorry for yourself, telling you that you're all alone, you and your service have been overlooked, your life is fruitful, and therefore surely it will not be rewarded. These are whispers from hell. They're lies. For friends, the very smallest work of kindness done in the name and the power of Jesus Christ to His glory will be remembered by God and will be rewarded by God. Third, the Holy Spirit will verbalize His assurance that you will inherit all the promises of God. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 11 and 12. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to full assurance of hope unto the end. Verse 12, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. What really helps people to get in and work for God? What's well, this? The assurance that they really are a part of the family of God and that as a part of the family of God, they will have an inheritance. Your inheritance as a saved believer in Jesus Christ is described for you in 1 Peter chapter 1. There it says that your inheritance is incorruptible. It's undefiled, unfading, and that it's reserved for you in heaven. Friends, let's recap then some of the better things that accompany your salvation. The assurance that the Holy Spirit speaks to you and through you that you're saved and that your works will be remembered, and that your inheritance in Christ is secure. Powerful. But friends, 
Have you accepted Jesus? If not, the Holy Spirit will not assure you of these things, for you do not possess them. The Holy Spirit will not lie to you. He cannot. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ, the gifts that accompany salvation are not yours. But if you have accepted the gift of eternal life, all of these are yours in Christ. So friend, if you haven't accepted Christ, why not do it now? Why not cry out to Jesus and ask for his forgiveness and ask him to give you a clean heart, a new heart, and then to come and live inside of your heart forever? Ask and he'll do it. Shall we pray? Father, we have surrendered to you in the good news of the gospel. The gospel which says that Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone can save us. Father, we have given up all attempts to win your favor and to save ourselves through good works. We have placed our whole trust in the blood of Jesus Christ shed on the cross to ransom us from Satan and from death. Yes, we have personal salvation as a gift. And yes, we're convinced this is true based on, on what your word teaches and what the Holy Spirit now speaks to us in our hearts. So our prayer is this. Help us to see that salvation and also help us to see the wonderful multitude of beautiful things that come with us, come to us when we're saved. Not only the assurance of salvation, but also the hope for eternal rewards that you have inspired an inheritance, Father. You remember us. You know us. You see us. Help us to sense that we're progressing in faith right now, and we're growing in grace, and that we're becoming more mature in Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus, you are the grand Savior of our souls. May the Holy Spirit work in us in such a way that others will know that we're saved, and the lost will desire what you have given to us. Father, we cry to you for perhaps one who's listening just now who's never come to Jesus. We're asking you to give them grace that they will surrender their heart to Jesus. And may they do it right now. May they say, Jesus, Son of God, help me. Jesus, Son of God, save me. Oh, Jesus, you will. Father, give all those who ask, ask for salvation in the name of Jesus Christ, not only eternal life, but the good things that accompany eternal life and salvation. Father, we're praying for the church universal, but we're also praying for the local churches in our area. Father, would you stir within us this assurance of salvation, and then give us grace to take that assurance to other people, that they too might know that in Christ Jesus they are eternally saved. We say this, and we pray this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. If you don't have a church home, they would like to invite you to join them this Sunday for morning worship at 1045. The church is located at 969 Granby Miners Road in Granby, Missouri. Have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings. I will rejoice in you, my God, in the shadow of your way
Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast, where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.